Good evening, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome to a special No Holds Barred. I'm talking TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs, barbed wire, fire, graveyard match, hell in a cell episode of the Your Inner Nerd Podcast, where me and Sid don't give a fuck about opinions, and we're going to say what we want to say, when we want to say it, how we want to say it, and when we feel like saying it. Joining me, as always, is my very wonderful, very disturbed guest, Mr. Scholar. How are you doing today, sir? No, hold on. Is that an insult? Should oh. I be insulted? No, we just had a fucking conversation before this, and I was like, some of the stuff you can't say. And if you can't say it on a no-holds-barred episode. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I will tell you that I, when I texted your wife this stuff, I was saying she agreed with me 100%, man. Uh, my wife is also sometimes I'm just like, what the what fuck, the fuck? out of your mouth yet? Yeah, Jets does that to me. He looks at me like, did you really just say that? Oh, I know. I'm telling you. This is a little bit off topic, but... I know Kiana had been talking to you guys about <laughs> us all hanging out and like our plans of renting an RV and whatnot and going wherever the fuck knows. But dude, I'm so excited. Like, I can't wait. Yeah, I think that we discussed there's one thing that I think everybody should do in their lifetime just because they're not going to be there forever. And there's a national park called Glacier Park. Mm hmm. And it ha it literally has ice glaciers. And when it first opened, I think they had over 100 ice glaciers. Now they only have about 27 left. Holy shit. Yeah, so I think it's important to go see it because it's really cool. And so I was talking to her about, you guys should rent an RV. Uh, you can get some pretty um, inexpensive rentals on those if you get a smaller one. Mm -hmm. They're not that horribly expensive. And you actually save, by save money by bringing your own food and cooking in it. And then and we can bring our RV for a hotel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hotels are expensive. And then they have RV, RV parks. So you pay maybe some you can pay like 25 bucks a day for it. Mm. And so we can do that and then travel up to the glacier. For you it's a little, guys, it's a little bit harder because you, if you wanted to like get here quicker, you'd have to fly and then rent somewhere. Yeah. Whereas like we I think we only live eight hours away from Glacier Park. Oh, OK. Montana. I and mean, that's not bad. It's easy. That would be the easiest option for us, like you guys, because we have dogs and like it's a pain in the ass to drive all the way to Tennessee, drop the dogs off with the family, and then go somewhere. Yeah. And, and then a lot of those, yeah, a lot of those RV rentals will let you have your animals. Yeah, that's good. But so, Sid, last week we talked about zombie movies. So let's switch it up and talk about zombie games. Okay, do you have a favorite zombie game? I have two, as much as I hate it right now. <laughs> I don't know. Daisy is is a zombie game. I like it. I hate it right now. I don't know why. Uh, but I'll always like it. Even if it's just me going in and doing stuff by myself and not worrying about other people. Yeah. It's that. And then uh, me, I have another one. And I just blinked on mine. And you know what it is. <laughs> no. Shit, it just came out like last year. The second one. Uh, fuck, dude. I don't know. How did I forget that it's, gosh, what's it called? The little girl, PCB? Ellie. Yeah, it has Ellie in it. Oh, Last of Us. Yes, how did I forget the name of it? Jesus. I don't know, dude. Not enough coffee. Last of Us. Last of Us is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, Last of Us is amazing. You know, just recently, I, I don't know how recent Ellie it was, actually. I saw the article yesterday, but somebody had found an Easter egg in the first Last of Us, like for the first time in seven years that somebody had ever seen, like, that anybody what ever seen that it? Easter egg? What was it? It was 
okay, if you when you start out and you're the first level or whatever, your plan is Joel's daughter. Yeah. If you do something in his room and then go downstairs and then go back upstairs, or maybe there was like a part in there where you had to quit and reload the checkpoint or something and then go back up there, you actually see an ant on the TV screen that's infected with the cordyceps virus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. And somebody had found it for the, like the first person to find it in like seven years since I, I don't know if Did it's they like, get, like a word or like I don't know. $5, I would be like, can I get money for finding that? Yeah, really. Right? Now <laughs> I'm going to tell you, when, when you play that little girl at the beginning, it is so terrifying. I don't know why it's terrifying because nothing like bad happens, but like you're walking around trying to find her dad. And I don't know that just the setup of it is so scary. I know, like, especially not, especially if it's your first time playing it, like you don't know what path the game's going to take. So like the first time I started playing it, this was honestly the scariest game that I've ever played to completion. The first one and the second one, because that's how good the story is. If I can put my fears aside to fuck, cause I want to find out what happens. And, and, and that first level, whenever you're trying to find Joel and I didn't know, I was like, am I going to fucking go down there and my dad's going to be dead? And then you just have to like try to fight off a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you have a, such an amazing story, but it's also sad. Like you get to walk through the sadness with the characters. If you haven't played the first one, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil it for you. But Joel's daughter dies and you get to experience that. And it's like the saddest moment ever. It's just horrible. I don't know about the saddest moment ever, because mm. we all know what happens in the second one. Yes, we all know what happens. Ten times sadder. Yes, but that one was was really sad. That one, I was actually pissed off that I had to play as Abby. Yeah, that was annoying. Like, and then you don't even get justice. No, you don't. You fucking. And that pissed me off. <laughs> I don't know if I want to spoil it because the game's still new, but that's like, all. That's all I'm gonna say. It just just pissed me off because of the justice thing. <laughs> yeah, and whenever you first start the second one and you're playing as Ellie. Ellie's one of my favorite characters in video games, period. Like, any game, Ellie's one of my top three favorite characters. Yep. That could be another cool episode, is our top ten video game characters. But, so, I didn't know how bad things were going to be, because, shit, it was forever since the first one came out. Yeah. And so, I didn't know, like, there was always leaks and stuff that you weren't going to play as Joel, and stuff like that, but I think... There was a segment in there where you did play as Joel? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I and thought. it was, uh, I guess I won't spoil it. Yeah, and then I honestly thought Tommy, who was Joel's brother, I thought he was going to be dead. But then I, I it's it was kind of good to see how their community worked out and how they've been doing everything. I don't know. It was a really good game, don't get me wrong. It was really good. Everything in that game was damn near flawless. The I like how it's a semi-open world. Like You can go where you want to go, but they still tempt you to explore. Yep. And the combat is amazing. That's the most realistic combat I've ever seen. The stupid fucking wired... Little wired landmines, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I will say, there are some really amazing stories, flashbacks that you get to see and you play as Ellie, and you yep. get to play. It, it's a game that will make, it made me cry. Yeah, yeah. The first one made me cry, but this one really made me cry. It's like, you fucking assholes. It was so funny. The week that that game came out, my mom and my brothers and everybody had come to town to visit us. <laughs> and 
my mom was like demanding me to play that game so she could see what happened. Oh my gosh! Did, like does she, she was your mom a gamer? <laughs> uh, kind of, sort of. Like when I was younger, my mom would religiously play like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, awesome. all that stuff with me. But nowadays, games are just so advanced. She probably doesn't know her way around a new PlayStation controller. It should be really good for her so she could go play something like the Mario Brothers and stuff because it's something that she could play. It's that yeah. not as advanced. I have to tip my hat to my mom because I'm pretty sure she still has like an OG, like gray Game Boy no color awesome. just because she loves tetris and Good. i've got an oculus quest and i think there's actually a tetris game out there and she wants me to get it so bad so next time i come in she can play tetris in vr but, <laughs> do this you should do it for your mother mm -hmm. you should do it for your mother but you should also get your mother a switch okay yeah i, I think uh that's one of the things that me and i've been talking about is because my mom is a uh, teacher's assistant, so she's kind of they've started. She's had she has to go to work to watch other teachers' kids, but she's been spending a lot more time at home. So we've talked about it because hell, like the switch lights are only like one hundred and fifty, two hundred bucks. Yeah, they're not. That's what Kiana has. They're not a big deal, but and then she could play it, and she could play all the old stuff, the Tetris, the Mario Tetris that they have. Yeah. Yeah, but back on the topic of yeah. Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2, let me start. Last of Us, the first one, had a multiplayer mode, and it was like factions, like you would play as like Fireflies or whatever the bad guys were, and it was awesome. Um, it was super I fucking hard. Know. Yeah, it was hard, but it was really fun. You would have like loadouts and all that stuff that you could pick, and they would do capture the flag, like uh, team deathmatch, all those normal things. But the second one is apparently here soon supposed to be getting the multiplayer update to where you can play multiplayer like you could on the first one. And I think with that combined with the combat, like it's going to be pretty sweet. So That'll be really fun. Yeah, I'll have to try it out. I've been, me and Keon, I've been fucking playing Call of Duty like crazy, playing our asses <laughs> off. But, Call of Duty. but I'm back on topic. What are your, what is your favorite zombie game? Okay, I'm going to hit you with the throwback. So... On the original Xbox, there was a game called Stubbs the Zombie. But yeah, and it you played as the zombie, and it was set in like a futuristic version of the 1950s. So like they still had like old 56 Chevys and 50s Cadillacs, but they were like hover cars in a way, and it was really futuristic. But you played as a zombie whose dad. Or no, whose girlfriend at the time, her dad didn't like you, so he ended up killing you. And so then you come back. He was a traveling salesman. His name was Stubbs, and he comes back, and you play as the zombie. So you literally drive around. You walk around biting people, turning them into zombies, and basically overrunning small sections of a map. Like, it's not an open-world game. It's like on you're on a set path, but... Your goal is to infect as many people as you can, and then those zombies in turn will help you, and they'll go bite people and turn more people, and until you like beat the level, and you can unlock little like funny, I'm trying like abilities, like there was one where if you farted, it would turn like a big cloud would shoot out from underneath you, and anybody caught in it would turn into zombies. You could rip your heart out and throw it at people like a grenade. 
or your it was either your heart or your stomach. And then of course, some of the they had a few sections where if you got captured, like when you got captured, your hand would detach itself and you would crawl around as a little hand and try to free stubs. But it was that was so fun to me. Just playing because I was young at the time, so just playing as a zombie and like being able to fart and turn people into zombies and it had an awesome soundtrack. Like it was all like fifties music. So you would get Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream, like that kind of stuff. And you would get, of course the lollipop, lollipop. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. And like, they had these weird, like dance mini games in it every now and then. I think the final battle you had to like do a dance battle against the police chief or I don't know. It was really fucking stupid, but it was fun. And even now, like I went back on YouTube and watched a, a playthrough because you can't find it anymore. Like I've never found it. They didn't do backwards compatibility or anything. They may have, but it's just the fact of finding the game. Like the game's not in any online stores. That's so stupid. I play this now. I know, dude. It was so good. You may be able to find it. I don't know if it's on PC now. I looked on Steam. You couldn't find it on Steam. Okay. So I don't know then, but. I'm sure if you could find a disc version, you may be able to play it on Xbox, but I don't think it's an Xbox, the Xbox Micro or store or whatever. So I know it's a shame that was like an instant classic, but that was mine. It looks like just the, uh, we, we should get a picture of just the case of what the case looks like so everybody can see it in the Discord. But it's so funny, just like the front of it. Yeah. Know, back when games came in cases. Yeah. But it's so funny, like he's eating a head. He's, he looks like something from the 1950s. He's eating someone's brain. Yeah, and some of the game is actually in black and white, so it's like living a old 50s movie or show. It, it was really good. It was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good one. I didn't even, I had no idea that even existed. So. Oh, yeah, I hold it near and dear to my heart. But anyways... Like I had said, this is going to be a no-holds-barred discussion. Of course, everybody's familiar with these fucking jackasses or whatever you want to call them, these idiots that storm the Capitol and then bitch because they can't get on flights to go back home because they've been put on a no-fly list because they're domestic terrorists. That is exactly what they are, and that is what they need to be labeled. You do not get to attack your own country and think that everything's going to be fine. Yeah, and... I don't know. I, whenever I first saw it, like I was literally up here playing games, and Kiana texted me, and she was like, "We were actually in the Capitol. We were recording our last episode." Yeah, that's right. We were right when it happened, and my and Kiana had texted me. She said, "People are storming the fucking Capitol," and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So when we finished, I went downstairs. I was like, "What in God's name are you talking about?" And we turned on the news, and by God, if these fucking dumbasses weren't storming the Capitol, like kicking down doors, like. I get it. I understand some people don't like people in politics. I understand that. I'm like that. I don't like old fucking Voldemort Mitch McConnell. But right. there's ways to go about it. And let's just be realistic since this is a no-hold-barred thing, okay? If this was a Black Lives Matter protest, there it would have been a massacre. Oh, 100%. Everybody, every Black Lives Black Matter protester would have been shot if they had stormed that Capitol. Easy. Easy. And mm-hmm. there would have been National Guard. There would have been military troops there. However, it wasn't that. It was, I, I'm going to say it, it was a privileged protest. It wasn't even a protest. It, it, it was an insurrection. That's what it was. If anybody wanted to see what white privilege looked like, there you but, go. And here's another version of white privilege. Everybody knows the guy with the horns that had his face painted like Braveheart. Mm-hmm. 
Simpsons predicted that, by the way. But he had gone to jail. They, they picked him up in Arizona where he lives. Everybody kept calling him Antifa. He fucking wasn't Antifa, okay? He's been seen at every Trump rally. He has been to meeting after meeting planning this. And one thing people need to realize about Antifa is, yes, Antifa is a radicalized group, but they don't have meetings. They don't have chapters. They don't do those types of things. I don't say that Antifa is good, but they are not doing what these protesters are doing right now, where they're going to meetings and chat and have chapters. And it was white supremacy. And this guy goes to jail. His mom makes a statement and says, this is white privilege, by the way. She's upset because he's not eating because they're not feeding him organic food. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Let's discuss the fact that back when we had this halt on, I don't remember, if, I don't know if you all remember, but Arab, Arabic or uh, Middle Eastern civilians coming into America, they stopped them at the airport. Mm-hmm. These refugees and then, <clears throat> or immigrants, and then they held them and they either gave them pork or nothing to eat. Pork is against, it's against the religion to eat pork. Mm-hmm. So just imagine being treated that poorly. If someone's religion said that you shouldn't eat this or this, just imagine somebody forcing you to choose between life and life and death or your religion or what you believe in. It's horrible. And this fucking privileged little bastard crying because he can't have organic food. I can just imagine that phone call. Mom, <laughs> they're not feeding me farm to table. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. You know what I would have been called? I had been called a snowflake. Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm the snowflake, though. You know, we're, you and I are the snowflakes in, in this scenario. Here's the thing, okay? We all know. I was raised in the South, okay? I love guns, and I know Sid loves guns just as much as the next person. Oh, yeah. But here's the thing, okay? These people are bitching, saying, they're going to take our guns. And then all of a sudden, you're a felon now, so you can't have guns anyway. Yeah, they're going to take your guns now. That's for fucking sure. So you literally fucked yourself on that one. And the the other thing that was shocking to me is seeing people, and I know you you saw the pictures, but seeing the pictures of people who were storming the Capitol, and there was these fucking old white dudes standing there, full military garb, like Mm -hmm. I'm talking bulletproof vest, AR-15s, helmets, like they're gearing up for World War Three, and now I get messages, or, or I talked to my grandmother the other day, and Kiana had people at her work that had parents that messaged in the same thing, saying, have gas in your car, make sure you have food and all that stuff, just in case there's an uprising. Oh my God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, people- I haven't got any of these messages. I have. <laughs> I, I've gotten that. I've talked but to them. You also live further south and, and you know, closer- you, you did, but you live closer towards D.C. than I do, right? I'm clear on the other side of the, the country, basically. Yeah, and I'd have to take the long-ass fucking road all the way through Virginia, which is a pain-in-the-ass drive for anybody that's yeah. done it. But yeah, I'm somewhat closer to, probably to D.C. than you are. Oh, yeah, 100%. It takes probably 8 to 10 hours of flights for me to get to D.C., so... Oh, really? It's, I'd say it's probably about maybe like a 10... Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't. I've never drove it myself. Like I'd always go on school trips and we would, I went up there twice on a school trip. So we were always on a bus. So I slept most of the way. I'm fine to go anywhere as long as I'm not driving. (laughs) I was just, and then here's the funniest thing to me. And I'm the first person that says that you need to get this Josh Howley guy, this Ted and Ted Cruz. You need 
to get them just either out or like you said, like we had talked earlier about putting them in timeout. If they try to raise an issue, squirt them with the water bottle because these guys are antagonists is what they are and instigators. And they're hoping for a presidential run later on in the future, where they want Mr. Big Bad Donald Trump to support them. And they want, they're hoping that his followers, like you said, this that they're, he's hoping their followers will follow them. And in reality, you have Ted Cruz, who Donald Trump called his wife ugly, right? Now, I don't know what kind of person it takes to have Ted Cruz sit back and continue to toss Donald Trump's salad. And for those of you that don't know, that means eat his ass. <laughs> while Donald Trump is calling your wife ugly. Now, I, I, I'm i not a confrontational person, but I'm not going to let somebody call my wife ugly. It, it just, for me, it shows, and, and, and it showed it on Wednesday, last Wednesday, when he was there to object to a bunch of the votes, and then this happened, and then he pulled his name from him, for the objection. It's the same with the tossing of the salad. He has no spine. He like He's spineless. Yeah, he, he's all talk until something happens, and then he acts like a big old idiot. Oh my god, he's scared. He he becomes scared. Oh, he's a follower, a hundred percent. And I know what people are going to say too. If we get any responses on this, people are going to be like, "You guys are just mad that you didn't get two thousand dollars stimulus checks." No, <laughs> I'm not mad that I didn't get two thousand dollars stimulus checks. I'm I'm doing just fine in life. I'll tell you what I'm mad about. I'm mad about the fact that we have allowed. Somebody that has been so corrupt his entire life treat our country the way that it's been treated. People that go into the military do not fight for this. They fight for everything that does not represent this. Yeah. And that's my problem. It's just America literally has, because I've got friends that aren't uh, from America that live in, that are from other countries and that are living here, whether it be just to go to school or whatnot, but their parents and stuff text them and talk to them and literally talk about how America is like a reality TV show. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't want to be part of an America that's a reality TV show and a shitty reality TV show on top of that. And people's main argument is Donald Trump's a businessman. That's what America needs is a businessman. He's not, if you look at his history, he's not a good businessman. He's not. Trump he's casinos have filed, he's filed for bankruptcy. He's good in the aspect of being slimy. And I'll tell you why that is. You know why he files for bankruptcy? Because he never has to pay the loans back once he files for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't come out scathed. Like he's unscathed when he files for bankruptcy. It's really shady dealings. Yeah. And even though this is a no holds barred episode, I'm not really going to talk much about religion, but. If you guys truly, if people out there truly believe, I'm not going to say you guys, but true people out there believe that Donald Trump is a good Christian man, you are dead wrong. You are dead wrong. This is a guy who paid a million dollars to fuck a porn star. I can't count the amount of times that he's probably been accused of sexual harassment. And then that bullshit photo obsession where he took a picture in front of the church and yeah. and then not only did he go to that photo op, but the pastor of that church was also tear gassed. Really? This is, to me, I, and, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but to me, 
this is the this is what a dictator would do. And, and people don't want to throw that word out, but I think that they should. I think that they 100% should throw out the word dictator because that is what it is. It's one of those things that where if you don't agree with him, he gets rid of you. And that is what a dictator would do. Uh, let's just be honest. People are talking about how the Black Lives Matter movement and protests weren't peaceful and weren't all that stuff because they were destroying their city. Okay, that's understandable. I don't believe that you should destroy... Okay, let me refresh. I don't believe you should destroy family-owned local businesses, right? Because that's not going to bother anybody or affect anybody except the people that own the store. Now, these big chains like Target, Walmart, Gucci, all these places that got looted or whatever in Atlanta, I don't give a shit. Because let's be honest, if you guys don't buy the Gucci stuff, the Louis Vuitton stuff, they don't give it second hand, they burn it. So attacking these big chains and let me rephrase, I don't want to say attack, looting these big chains or or whatever they did, I that didn't bother me at all. And the fact of the matter was is the issues that these people were dealing with were in their city. Okay. And they and when they did go to the Capitol and when they did march on Washington, it was peaceful. None of this happened. They never tried to break in the Capitol. They did their chants and whatnot. And I will honestly say if it wasn't for COVID, I was going to go to downtown Cincinnati and protest the Black Lives Matter movement. Why? Because my father is African-American. My brother's dad, my stepfather is African-American. My two brothers, all my brothers, they're all, where all of our dads are African-American. So... Does it hold a place near and dear to my heart? Yes, it does. And do I believe that they went about it the right way? Yes, I do. Because people, and here's the other thing that gets me. This is where I start getting irate. People were bitching because that fucking woman got shot going in the Capitol window, correct? Yeah, people were calling her a hero and all this other stuff. Okay, let me ask you this. And I'm not afraid to say her name. Breonna Taylor was shot by police officers sleeping in her it's bedroom. Horrible. And nothing has happened. No. And yet, you know what? Brianna Taylor was somebody that could have been, and she was an asset to this country, but even more so now because she was an EMT. Yeah. You know, she was in the medical field. Yeah. And she, she was just shot while she was sleeping, which is disgusting. She, it is disgusting. And you guys and people out there who don't think there's anything wrong with that, that it was just a mishap or she was doing something bad. Need to take a good fucking look at yourselves because that... They already had the people that they were looking for in custody. Yeah, yeah. That was a cold-blooded killing. Police not giving a shit. Now, let me be honest. I'm not for... And this is my opinion. Now, said if it's your opinion, that's fine. If it's not, that's fine too. I'm not for defunding the police because I do believe you need police officers. See, I'm the same way. I don't think defunding is the answer. I do think people might think I'm weird, and but I'll explain. I think p- providing more money to the police is the answer, but providing more money for pay and then also 
better psychological evaluations, things like that. We need to do psych evals on our police officers. We need to make sure that you have to have a degree to be a police officer. I agree. I don't think it should be a straight out of high school job. No, you literally, to be a hairdresser, you have to have more hours of education to be a hairdresser than you do a police officer. Mm -hmm. That's insane to me. And there are ways out there to find and to uncover these hidden biases that some people may have been becoming police officers. It's proven. I've seen plenty of things about these guys, like whether it be retired military or um, retired police officers who see what's going on and know that it's wrong, that are coming up with these methods to not only find and recruit, but help. No, I'm not going to say perfect, but help uncover these hidden biases that people in the academy may have because it's just like, it's like giving a serial killer a badge and a gun yeah uh, in all honesty though that's what it is because i mean he, wasn't the wasn't the golden gate killer in california a cop i don't know i don't know about that maybe it wouldn't surprise me but but the thing the the, the sad thing is and it's just unfathomable but Black men and women are dying on a daily basis from police violence. Just recently, I can't remember Jacob something. His name was Jacob something. Was shot in the back trying to get in his car. That's all he was doing was trying to get in his car. And what I would like to, I would like to discuss, and a majority of our, our viewers probably are of like minds of us. And if they're not, that's okay. Like they shouldn't be offended that we're discussing this. This is just how we feel. It doesn't represent like next week. It's not like we're going to be talking about this. We're going to be talking about something else. But I think for clarification, people need to understand what Black Lives Matter means. Mm -hmm. Because there is a very, 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 very big misunderstanding. And a lot of people that say, you're only saying that only Black Lives Matter. That's not what they're saying. They're saying in this moment, in this time, right now, black lives are being taken. Black people are being killed the most right now. And all they're asking is for people to come together and stop the, the targeting of black people, stop the killing of black people, come together. So when you say, when you're like, it's not offensive to say all lives matter, it really is. Because right now, black people are dying the most. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. It's not that when you say Black Lives Matter, it's not that you're saying Hispanic lives don't matter or white lives don't matter or all that. It's just saying, like you explained, black lives are the ones that are getting taken. That's all it's saying. And you can go to these rallies and there's Hispanic people, there's white people, there's African Americans, there's every race under the sun there that are coming together for the cause and because they understand the reality that white people aren't getting gunned down and for no reason. And, and the disturbing part about it is all these interactions, all these shootings are caught on camera. Right? Because every police officer has a body camera. Yep. But there is no and no accountability held on these people who are taking these lives. And so what? They're fucking suspended for a week, maybe two, three weeks. It doesn't matter. They, you don't have a right to take somebody else's life. Exactly. At the end of those two, three weeks, they're going to fucking be back out on the streets. And 
people need to look at it this way as well. And, and maybe they're not just targeting that, maybe that specific cop, I'm not saying all the cops, but or the ones that have been in trouble, but maybe that specific cop doesn't just target black people, but it's just a killer. Mm-hmm. And wanted, that was his first kill. Either way, it doesn't matter. You, even if you have to think about it that way, think about it that way, because guess what? Nobody has the right to take somebody else's life. You don't get to take that away from somebody. It is not yours. Exactly. And, and I, that's the problem that we have in this country is we believe that like, it's okay to take a black person's life, right? <laughs> and, and I'll be the first to admit, I got my degree in criminal justice. I had all, I had it all lined up. I was going to be a police officer when I got out of college. So uh, I got out of college. I was like, all right, let me think about it. And I sit and me and my wife sit down and she asked, she blatantly asked me, she was like, I know how you are. You're very non-confrontational. Could you, if it came down to it, take the life of another person? That's all she said. And I sat there and I thought about it. And in reality, I couldn't. I realized I couldn't. Because when, the way I look at it is when I pull, before I pull the trigger, I think about their family, their friends. Do they have kids? Are they married? Is their wife or girlfriend pregnant? I think of everything. I'll think of everything under the sun. And in reality, do I believe that probably could have held me back from being a police officer? Yes, I do. But in reality, I feel like you need more police officers that think that way. Because there's always, always, always a way to get a nonviolent ending. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I know in, in some areas, there's a lot of crime. I understand that. And these police officers are putting their lives at risk. But that's why I think instead of defunding, we reform them. We pay Bingo. them more money because they deserve to be paid more money mm-hmm. when they're doing the right thing. When you mm-hmm. have police officers that are actually good police officers, because there are good police officers. There's a lot of good police officers out mm-hmm. there. There are. I, I know plenty. I, while I was in college, I did a ride along with the Athens City Police Department. There is a lot of good cops. And a lot, and oh, yeah. some of them I still talk to today, and they understand the impact of what's going on, because a lot of it is people are, or it's from the outside looking in. But when you get a police officer's perspective, they see and they feel that people look at them differently. People are running away from police more than they're running to the police, and if the police are there to help you. I would be the first person to say that's what you do is you run to the police officers that are there to help. But now you don't know if they're all there to help. And that's got to be really a shitty feeling for them because they went into criminal justice to, to help people. Yeah. Yeah. They did. And it's just, I'm off. I'm exactly where you are right now. I don't believe in defunding. I believe in reforming. Okay. And I also don't believe police officers should have military grade equipment. I agree with that. There is no reason for that. Like, we have the military for a reason. If you think shit's getting that bad, call the National Guard. That's why we have the separation. It's like our our politics, where we have different branches. We have different branches of authority figures, too. We have local police. We have state police. You have county police. You have National Guard. You have, like, state troopers. So each one, it's... So if you think about how politics were created in America, they... When everybody came, the founding fathers came here, they fled from an all-powerful person, a king, right? Like, it was king-queen then. 
And they didn't want that. They didn't want one person to be all powerful. So they said, we'll have a president, but we need to have different branches because you can't just have that one person be as powerful as the king. Right. You need to pull those powers away. And it's the same when it comes to police officers. They thought the same way. They, we don't want that that one group to be all powerful because there's always corruption within it. Always. There's always going to be corruption. You can't stop that. It, it's the same with politics. You can't stop it. There's always somebody that's going to be corrupt. And it's easy for them to skirt any kind of interviews, psychological testing. Mm. But I think doing an advanced psychological testing it's going to it's going to curve that a little bit more. You're not going to have as many as those people coming in. And what was the saying? Uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I don't want to get on this to be some like sob episode of a podcast because one of the things that irks me the most, okay, and somebody on my Facebook, I'm not going to mention names, put on their Facebook something about it looks like I, can, I don't know the exact frame or like words that they use, but basically they said in a summary is looks like the Patriots have thrown the tea in the water again or something. Talking about when people storm the Capitol and all that. Here's the thing. Let's just be honest. Okay. The Boston Tea Party or the Boston. Yeah, the Boston Tea Party. People are like, this is just like a modern day Boston Tea Party. We're Patriots. Yada, yada, we're doing what's right. Okay, let's be realistic. Boston Tea Party happened. Why? Because we were under the control of England. That's why. People, you can't do the same shit today, people, because we're Ameri- We're our own country. We're not controlled by anybody. We're not living under a monarchy. That's, it's just, the reason they did that is because they were being controlled by another country and that wanted to do a monarchy, that wanted them to live under the monarchy, when they knew, our founding fathers knew, that the democracy was the way to go. Okay? So don't get over here spouting your shit about how this is 1776 all over again. This isn't the Boston Tea Party. We're not controlled by the English. We're Americans who have a commander-in-chief who isn't, let's just be honest, he's not eligible. Or, I mean, he's, obviously he's eligible, but he's not in the right state of mind to run a country. Given I know at this point he's only got 17 days left. That's a lot of damage to be done. Is it 17 days or seven days? Seven days, sorry, seven days. Yeah, yeah. That's, a lot to be, that's a lot of damage to be done to a country in seven days. I am completely for impeachment. Oh, 100%. And I explained it to you, Darian, before we, we did this episode. And I'll explain it. And I know that there's probably, I think there is a, a cert, like an actual psychologist out there that has wrote an article about this. But the best way to think about it is the, the radicalized, and I don't believe every non-radicalized Trump supporter is a terrorist or wants to storm the Capitol or wants to kill our Senate. But all the radicalized ones for the last four years have heard how everybody's out to get them, Democrats are about to get them, Republicans that don't vote the same way or vote for something are out to get them. They've been told how everything, how bad everything is and how everybody's going to hurt them. And now he didn't win this election. And people are like, that's not right. No, no, no. And he's telling them, yeah, they stole it from us. Yep, they stole it from us. They're bad. They're bad. They stole it from us. This is Stockholm Syndrome. Like, he, they're, 
they sympathize with their capture literally is what it is. Like they believe everything he says and they've believed it for the last four years because he's just pounded it into his, their heads about it. That's that literally is Stockholm syndrome. Like these radicalized Republican Trump supporters believe that he actually won the election, that he actually is being defamed. Like his name is being run through the mud and that he, they believe that they should go out and kill people to help him. That is scary. That is so scary. We should never, ever get to that point. So, out of the comedy of this, most people might not, some people might not find it funny. I find it funny. I'm going to do a quick top 10 of the most hilariously stupid things Donald Trump has said. This is in 2019. Okay. You ready for that? The first one made me crack up. I had to mute the mic when I saw this because I started laughing. Windmills cause ear cancer. Oh, my God. And his exact words were, if you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. And they say the noise causes cancer. He was doing this to make sure people don't use windmills for electricity. Global warming is real, people. Because he, the reason why is because he made promises to his followers that he would bring back the coal jobs. They wanted to do, he wants to do coal, electricity with coal. That's not happening. We're past that. We've moved on. Okay, number two. He wants to buy Greenland. Okay. (laughs) And here's what it says. In meetings, at dinners, and in passing conversations, Mr. Trump has asked advisors whether the U.S. can acquire Greenland. He's listened with interest when they discuss its abundant resources and geopolitical importance, and according to two of the people, has asked his White House counsel to look into the idea. He said Denmark essentially owns it. And we're very good allies with Denmark. We protect Denmark like we protect large portions of the world. Strategically, it's interesting. Okay. Number three. Trump has claimed that he is the chosen one. That one right there. That right there should be a big red flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? He's a, okay. During the Christmas holidays, we all know Christians celebrate the birth of their Savior. That Savior does not include Donald Trump, much to his chagrin or whatever that word is here's what trump said the fake news of which many of you are members is trying to convince the public to have a recession trump said let's have a recession the united states is doing phenomenally well but one thing i have to do is economically take on china because china has been ripping us off for years (laughs) trump went on to say that his life would have been so much easier if he hadn't gone to war with china over trade this isn't my trade war he claimed i am the chosen one so i'm taking on china i'm taking on china on trade and you know what we're winning he explained Mm. all right number four this should be another red flag to people why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime infested places to which they came oh my god 2019, Donald Trump went after three American congresswomen he perceived as foreigners because they are peoples of color. He had a tweet from July 14th, 2019. He said, And viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us how? Number five, we can have a lot of fun tonight. I have nothing to do. Nothing. Nothing. Twice in 2019, Trump bragged that as President of the United States, he has nothing to do. 
<laughs> You're not running a country. No, it's not like you hold the most powerful position. That's surprising anybody though. Every weekend he's golfing. Yeah. He's it's proven he's played golf more than any other president. But he bitched about Obama playing golf. Yeah. And then let's see. Number six. The buck stops with everybody. The bastardized line the bastardized line from former President Harry Truman was misquoted by the president in January, where he placed blame on the government shutdown on anyone but himself. The remark came after Trump told Democrats in front of cameras that he'd take up the mantle and he was proud to shut down the government. Number seven, USMCA, like the song YMCA. <laughs> it's fun to stay at the YMCA, but apparently the new NAFTA trade deal was like the popular Village People song from the late 70s. It's unclear if Trump thought he could get that branding to take off, but understandably, it never did. <laughs> Number eight, Trump discovers soccer. For years, pollsters have talked about suburban women they called soccer moms. But apparently, Trump only realized soccer was catching on in 2019. Luckily, he noticed it in time for the U.S. women's team to win the World Cup. He said, And a lot of people, including me, thought soccer was probably would probably never make it in this country. But it really is moving forward rapid, rapidly. Alright, number nine. That time Trump invented the word caravan. How about the word caravan? Caravan? I think it was one of mine, he said in February in El Paso, Texas. So Trump believes he's rewriting the dictionary. And a lot of this episode probably seems like it's a shit on Donald Trump party, which it majority is. Yeah, we don't. I don't like Donald Trump. I'm not. I don't like Donald Trump. And we usually we're pretty good at, you know, keeping our uh, political views out of our regular scheduled shows. But once in a while, we're going to do a free for all where we get to talk about what we want to talk about. And it's just one of those things. Don't stop listening because you disagree with us. Um, Just skip the episode. Yeah, just skip the episode. All right. And number 10, Puerto Rico. Here's Here's what Trump said. And I think that the people of Puerto Rico are very grateful to Donald Trump for what we've done for them. He referred to himself in the third person. Trump said at a May 8th, 2019 rally in Panama City, Florida. Not 10 seconds later, he said, that's Puerto Rico and they don't like me. (laughs) So let's talk about how apparently this election was stolen. It's kind of weird because as we're talking about this, I find myself sitting closer to the microphone. I feel like a radio host. (laughs) But the election wasn't stolen. There was no fraudulent votes. Trump blatantly said he wanted his people to go to the polls to vote in person. In reality, probably to prove that COVID wasn't real and they shouldn't be worried about it. But no, Joe Biden was smart enough and probably realized that there was probably going to be more people staying at home than actually going to the polls to vote. And he told people, he was like, do your mail-in ballots. My wife mailed in her ballot. I went and voted in person. I mailed in mine. There was no way I was going to. I live in an area where people don't give a shit about COVID. I'm not going to go risk my life. (laughs) Yeah, luckily Cincinnati's a little more progressive. A lot of people, there is a lot of people wearing masks here. And I will say Ohio's governor has done fairly well. You, of course, get those pockets of people who don't give a shit, but. Uh, no, I went and voted in person, and I will happily say most people don't want to talk about who they voted for. I voted for Joe Biden. Oh, um, I vote. I would tell you 100% I voted for Joe Biden. 
that's the only one I knew I was going to vote for. A lot of the local stuff I didn't really know about. So I'll admit, when I went there, there's a course like, when you go vote, there's people there who hand out basically like voter sheets. I saying, if you're a Democrat, vote for these people. And I got the Democratic voting sheet and I took it in and I voted for the Democrats. Why? Because I'm very progressive. I have nothing against the LGBTQ community. I have a lot of friends. I have quite a few trans friends, obviously, said to my co-host. I have gay friends, and I'm very progressive in that way. I do believe in the legalization of marijuana, and I know that being where I'm from down south, it's the Bible Belt, and I know there's slim to none chance that marijuana would be legalized there, but I do know that my grandmother has severe arthritis, and I do know that marijuana would probably help. They do have CBD, yes. But, oh, yeah, marijuana would help her. But that's not what I'm talking about. And yes, if you guys are wondering, I have suggested to my grandmother that she strike up a big fucking <laughs> fatty one day. And she probably said, oh. And she I don't want to do that. But. Back to the, the, the voting, where people think it's there's been voting fraud. Let's talk about the voting fraud. Let's talk about the fact that Trump tried to completely defund the United States Postal Service when he knew people were going to be mailing in ballots. Mm-hmm. What, what, do we, what do people call that? Yeah. That's, that? That right there is trying to prevent people to do what their right, their constitutional right in this country to do, if you're not a felon, to vote. And people need to realize you had Texas who almost flipped. Texas was really mm-hmm. changing a lot. You have some of these other states like Georgia flipped. Georgia completely flipped. And people that's why people believe that it's there's voter fraud. No, it's just people saying we're tired of what's happening and we want a change. That's what that is. People just want to change. Doesn't mean you need to hate people. I I don't hate Texas. I don't hate I don't hate any of these other people that voted for Trump. It's just these other people that voted for Biden, like me, want a change. Yep. And it it, it was proven that Russia meddled in the 2016 election. Yes. Proven. And people swept that under the rug. Now. Because it was Hillary Clinton. They didn't care. I cared. I was pissed. Yeah. That's a different conversation for a different day. I, I didn't vote in that election. I had no dog. The way I looked at it, I had no dogs in that fight. So then I know what people are going to say. They're going to be like, Hunter Biden had shit going on in the Ukraine and Daddy Joe had to bail him out. Let's be here. Here's the way I look at it. Let's be honest, people. Okay. You are average American citizens. Nobody's better than anybody, in my opinion. The things you say have no effect on what happens in the White House. Nothing. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like these protests and stuff don't matter. They matter. But I'm just talking about your average run-of-the-mill citizen, your Karen, your Robert from Alabama, your... Chad. The, yeah, the, the, the male version of Karen is Chad. Yeah, your Chad's posting shit on Facebook. is It's fine to voice your opinion, but... It's not going to make a difference. You can say, yeah, Hunter Biden did this. Hunter Biden did that. Daddy Joe had to bail him out. If you do some investigation, investigating, that might be the case. But you saying it on Facebook, is it going to make somebody on Capitol Hill get off their ass and go look at it? 
So that's why I crack up. I laugh so hard looking at my Facebook and seeing these people posting all this stuff about Donald Trump. One of these, one of these poor bastards posted on their Facebook the other day. He was like, I stood with Donald Trump in 2016. Follow and re and share this if you're going to stand with him again. Like that is some utter bullshit. If you think that if you guys are fucking amassing some kind of bullshit limp dick Trump army, okay? Let's just be honest. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like I see these people walking around, especially when I go home now. When we go to Tennessee, it's horrible. You'll see people with. Like Trump flags and an American flag in their back of their truck. So when they drive, that's what you're like blowing in the wind. And I'm just like, you guys are, you think you look cool. You look like a fucking joke. And I, and I know it's, I, it just feels good to vent too. It, it does. And, and that's the thing. Like, you, it's more like for us to vent. <laughs> yeah. I, my thing is, what the fuck happened? I thought we were going to leave 2020 in 2020 and we we're going to do a whole new. It's a new me, new year, 2021. What the fuck happened? <laughs> I know. And speaking of 2020, I was bored the other day. And I just looked up like 2020 a year in review. And uh-huh. there was this thing that popped up that showed all the things that had happened in 2020. And just looking at them, I can't, I'm just like, how did we come out of this? And I'm not going to, we didn't come out of it unscathed because of course COVID ran rampant because most people don't believe in wearing masks, but I was just looking, uh, I remember the Kim Jong-un death rumors, and then the stock market crashed. There was the Harvey Weinstein verdict. Parasite sweeped the Oscars. I don't know why people think that's a fucking horrible thing to happen, because at the Oscars, it's usually whitewashed, and they're pissed off because, what is it, a a Korean film? Yeah, it's Korean. I never watched it. It's on Netflix. I've never watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. really good, though. Yeah, I think one of the most important things that, and a lot of people, Trump washed it out, and he never should have. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of the most amazing women in our country in history, died last year. That was it, right? That was, like, I could take a lot in 2020, but for me, it was like, go fuck yourself, 2020. The notorious RBG. She she's, was an amazing woman. She was a badass. And history will know her. She did a huge, like, she led the charge for a lot of things, Mm -hmm. including my marriage. Mm -hmm. Not only was she for women's rights and all for women, but she also was for the LGBTQ community. And I think that because Trump is so ignorant, he diverted a lot of that away from her and her funeral. Yeah, yeah, I agree, because there was hardly any coverage of her funeral but one more thing i'm gonna mention and then we'll wrap it up uh, is and i found this is just pure comedy did you said happen to see where rudy giuliani suggested a trial by combat like what the fuck is his old fucking hair dye running ass gonna do a trial by combat oh it's, it's he's i think he's just lost his mind and people forget so everybody loved rudy giuliani he used to be the mayor mm-hmm. of New York. And mm-hmm. he did an amazing job during 9-11. Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened? Did he, like, lose his mind? Did Dementia? What? Did he get some bad electroshock therapy? Probably all that hair dye is just oh. getting absorbed directly into that fucking skull. That is not hair dye. You want to know what that is? He full-blown old-styled that shit, and he put fucking, like, shoe polish on shoe his polish. head. 
That's what it looked like to me. And not so the the New York Bar Association is actually looking to remove his remove his licensing. Really? And they should. They 100% should. He is inciting an insurrection. He's inciting. He's telling these people they took it literal. Mm-hmm. Come basically telling them to go kill people. One thing that wasn't mentioned and and it's really looked over right now and it should never. There was a gallow built. If you don't know what a gallow is, a gallow is a portable hangman, like to hang people with. Mm-hmm. They had one of these built, and there was a guy walking around with fucking zip ties. He was going to kidnap people, and they were going to hang them. Oh, this God. isn't the fucking 17th century. This isn't fucking the 1800s. <laughs> I wonder if they would have got sticks to play at a concert for the gallows. Oh, <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Hangman is coming down. But, but, you know, like, and then the funniest thing right now is the guy that they had seen carrying the zip ties, there's pictures of him, you've seen him, I'm sure. He had his mom with him. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to point that out. But he said, his next excuse, because he's being charged, Mm. is, I found those on the ground and I was carrying them to give them to a cop. (laughs) Okay, so now, does that mean I can say... Officer, that's not my cocaine. I found it and I was going to bring it to you. Like, what the fuck? Who believes that? (laughs) Why didn't you just hand him to your mom? Got her in trouble. They probably would have been easier on her because she'd be like, I was just holding him for my son. Yeah, mom, start the minivan. (laughs) You're a grown ass man. Why are you bringing your mother to one of these fucking capital riots? Come the fuck on. I don't care if I was in that situation and I, I was brainwashed like they are. And my mom wanted to come with me. I'd be like, no, you're staying your ass home because you might die. Yeah. Do these people just, but that's the, the part that they don't get is they might die. They don't understand that part. They think that they can walk into the Capitol and do whatever the fuck they want. And it's like those, those British guards, right? Where you know how people always fuck with the British guards. Yeah. And they don't do anything or move supposedly. Mm-hmm. That's what they think is going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. No one's going to move. No one's going to do anything. They're just going to be able to fuck, fucking do whatever they want. But these National Guard, these Capitol Police, these are all trained personnel to protect the people in that Capitol. And if that means killing you, they will. Like, try to storm Buckingham. Exactly. You will be shot. Like, try storming the White House. Yeah. You don't think you will be shot? (laughs) Like, you will be shot. So people need to understand that. Don't really storm the White House. But it's an example (laughs) of you'll get shot. And, And that's what happened to the one chick that was trying to crawl through a window. I don't know why she thought she could just keep going when there's 15 guns pointed at her and people they've told her, stop or I will shoot you. I, I don't get it. Favorite though, Darian, is there's the Capitol wall where they use the barricades to climb up it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know, know what, what it is. I think I know what you're talking about. You're talking about how the, that woman fail? <laughs> I shouldn't, I, oh no, I'm going to laugh because it's fucking hilarious. Like, I'm sitting, and she was old, right? And so... What is it with this group that brings their moms with them? It just, it just revitalizes the fucking the spirit. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why would you bring your brother? Are you divorced? Are you? I mean, do you not have? Do you not have a wife or a husband? I don't know. What? I, don't know. I, I honestly can't explain it. But and there's also one person I can't remember which one it was, but he was married to. I think it was. No, it wasn't the guy that was. It was one of the guys that there was a picture of, a clear picture of, married to a doctor, and his wife lost her job. 
you know what? I wouldn't want associated with that either. You've seen where hackers are finding out who these people are and plastering their stuff on the internet. They should be plastered on the Which, internet. That's fine by me. And yeah. it's funny because for those of you that don't know, when you sign up for Parler, which is basically the oh, Trump so conspiracy theory website, Parlers. apparently you have to enter like your social security number. Yeah, like this is to even sign up. You had to enter your social security number. I don't know. I've never tried, but you got a social security number, upload a picture of your driver's license, all that stuff. If you dumb sons of bitches think that you can fucking upload all that stuff and then get pissed off when you're on a no-fly list because you didn't think the FBI would find you. Parlor <laughs> is literally like a corral for these domestic terrorists that did this at the Capitol. The FBI, that's how they found out who they were so fast to put them on a no-fly list because a majority of the dumbasses posted on Parlor what they were doing. Huh? So they found their information, put that shit in. It's the fucking FBI people and tracked you and said, don't let these people leave Washington. So before before I end my rant, and before me and Seth have to end our segment. Oh, I'm going to say something after you. <laughs> that's fine. If you want some good entertainment, get on Twitter <laughs> or get on the internet. And the hashtag on Twitter is hashtag noflylist. And you can see these chads and these Karens getting escorted off the planes by police officers, getting stopped at the gate by police officers. There was actually a doctor who got arrested at the airport, and I'm sure you've seen it said, was screaming, you guys are treating me like a fucking black person? Yep, I saw that. Like, really. It's pure, solid enjoyment to see these people get what's coming to them, because they thought white privilege would protect them. It won't. Not in this case. I hope not anymore, at least. So, I have a few things to say, and I'll give kudos to all these, finally, Twitter and Facebook and, and Amazon, AWS, for removing all these radicalized people, for removing Donald Trump. You have Angela Merkel, or whatever the fuck her name is from Germany, saying, oh, this is wrong. Twitter shouldn't do it. First off, mind your own fucking business, okay? They should have done it because he is inciting violence in our country. I don't know what this whole, like, you're up Trump's ass thing, protect Trump bullshit is, but... He is inciting violence in our country. The president of the United States is telling his people basically to go kill his vice president. And you're just saying, oh, poor Trump. No, shut the fuck up. Sit down. Okay. We ain't got time for that shit. Next, AWS. I'm so happy they got rid of it, but I, I wish they would have waited. And the reason why I wish they would have waited is so it would have been easier to track all the shit that they were planning. Mm-hmm. Because Parler is no longer a thing. They removed it. Apple moved, removed it from its app store, all that. Yeah. But they should have kept it up so the FBI could do full investigations into it, watched, basically watched it. They'll still be able to. You have the NSA and all that. Yeah. And yes, please watch the no-fly list. Hashtag no-fly list. It is so funny. These people are crying. <laughs> These people that just stormed the Capitol because they want a revolution are crying. God, that lady from Knoxville gave everybody in Tennessee such a bad rap. <laughs> that she is that where she was from? Yes. I would have sat that she was like what twenty? Yeah. I would have sat her ass down and I would have said, "Do you realize what happens in a revolution? <laughs> you, you don't just get maced. People fucking die." She's like, "I got maced. I got in there for like two minutes." <laughs> she tried like, to storm the Capitol because it's a fucking revolution, man. She looks so stupid. Sorry. 
That's okay. Everybody, there's some Congress and stuff blaming Idaho right now for what happened. Oh, Lord. And the reason why is because Idaho has a, a lovely group called, he's a cultist leader. His name is Amon Bundy. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. Them storming the Capitol, that's like a Friday in Idaho. We're used to shit like that. That's like, oh, yeah, another Friday's come around. Really? All right. They're storming the Capitol. So we had, we have a governor who decided during a pandemic that he would do, put in place a trans ban on transgender playing sports in schools. So we have LGBTQ groups out protesting the Capitol, peacefully protesting on the sidewalk. They get arrested immediately. They get arrested. And then a couple weeks later, we have this crazy group. His name is Amon Bundy. He's, I don't even know what he's storming capitals for. I don't know what he represents because he's so fucking nuts. But he storms our state capitol fully armed. Like, they get through the doors into the governor's office. Fully armed. And you know what? They they don't get arrested. They don't get, there's no hold the fuck on. It's, we'll discuss this later. Let, you know, let's walk outside. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, these peacefully protesting LGBTQ group gets arrested and maced and shit. But these guys who have guns storming your capital. You just escort him out as the governor? Like, what the fuck? So that's why people believe it's Idaho's fault. <laughs> They're learning from Idaho, though. Whatever. Fucking Idaho. That's what I say, man. Hey, everybody. There is one thing that we have to talk about, that we have to talk about. I can't wait to right, talk what about is it. Going back into games, mm-hmm. did you, I don't know if it was a leak or if it was a release, an announcement by Rockstar. You did see it? Uh, I don't think so. They, for the next, I don't know if it's for the next Grand Theft Auto or the current one, I don't remember. They are going to be able to, like, cyberpunk play a male or a female. Oh, that'd be badass. Yeah, they. that's going to be happening. That'd be pretty sick, actually. Yeah, I'm really, I think that's awesome. Like, <laughs> a lot of people were making videos about it, and it was funny, but. My, my only hope that is if they do that, I want the story to be different in some form or fashion, like for each, whatever you play as male or female, not just because I'm sure the things would be different, but just replayability factor. Yeah. I I was thinking, I wish if you played as a female, you could be like a pimp to some of the prostitutes. Oh, that'd be good. Like bitch slap them. Yeah, that'd be, that that would be good. It's it's not sexist. And you're a female being a, a pimp to these female and you had it would be great if you had male and female prostitutes <laughs> yeah really they have it in cyberpunk and cyberpunk was a shitty game uh cyberpunk but we can we can discuss uh that more in a, in a, another episode i would like to do just basically like a gta episode because gta is a huge staple in gaming so that really warrants its whole own episode but anyways, you got anything else to add, Mr. Um, this will be, we're going to be recording twice this week. Yep. Um, we'll have, we have a special guest on Saturday. I haven't even told Darian who it is. Oh, you want to tell me now or you want to be surprised and find out? Which do you want? Tell me now. It is going to be Bone Man. Ooh, Bone Man. <laughs> it's the Bone Man. Yeah, he'll be a fun one to have on here. He will. I think uh, everybody will enjoy him. Maybe we can get him to spit some bars for us. Oh, no. I told him he has to. Yeah, hell yeah, he has to. I told him. I've been talking to him last week and this week to get it all set up and give him a heads up because he needs a little bit of a heads up to 
to be able to get some stuff wrote down. Yeah, that, that's completely fine. And some other things that me and Sid were tossing around is we would like to do like once a month, either viewer suggestions or listener suggestions, or uh, one of us will pick a movie that we watch and then we spend the whole episode breaking down the movie, um, the plot, the actors, all that stuff. And then another one, if you guys would be interested, is we would like to stream a just chatting session on Twitch where you just come in, talk to us, whatever bullshit you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. Whether we agree, whether we disagree, we'll talk about it, what we did here. If I offended anybody today, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, suck it up, buttercup. I don't know, it's 2021. It's supposed to be better than last year. So maybe let's when make it better. Shit happens, it will be. Yeah, let's make it happen. It can only happen if you want it to happen. So that being said, this is Darian, your co-host with the most. Signing off. And this is Ed signing off.